0: morning, it is Monday, November the 16th. I am Ben O'Leary here for Marcus today, once again to have a look at the week ahead with you all. And this morning we were up 79 points or 1.2% until the plug was kicked out of the ASX servers and the entire market was paused at 10.24am. We don't have an answer of what has gone wrong just yet, though the exchange website does state it will give at least 30 minutes notice before the trading is restarted. Maybe it was that same work experience kid that pulled the plug on the TAB servers on Stakes Day. Before the market was paused, we saw some nice gains in the value sectors that rallied hard last week. Financials, materials, energy, real estate, and healthcare were all up around 1.5%, along with some good strength in the travel stocks, while tech was the only sector trading lower, but just down 0.2%, so nothing too worrisome there. With a lack of any new major headlines over the weekend, I've just provided a few quick updates in the strategy section this morning. Among them are Donald Trump briefly acknowledging that Joe Biden had won the US election on Twitter before quickly backtracking and confirming that he concedes nothing in a series of posts. Trump has vowed to continue his fight in the courts, although election law experts say he's pretty unlikely to be successful. And while that drags on, the US have passed 11 million coronavirus cases and the speed of the spread continues to increase. There have been 1 million new cases in the US over the last 8 days, which is the fastest million case increase since the beginning of the pandemic. In some positive virus news, over in Europe, the reintroduction of lockdowns seem to finally be taking effect as the infection curves begin to flatten and turn down in some of the harder hit countries. Hopefully it's a sign of what's to come for the death curve, which is yet to show signs of slowing and the global death toll is now past 1.31 million. In other news, Australia signed the world's largest free trade agreement alongside China, Japan, South Korea, New Zealand and 10 members of the Association of Southeastern Asian Nations. The agreement is titled the Regional Comprehensive Economic Partnership and our politicians are hoping it will diversify our trade relationships to reduce the risk involved with reliance on China as our greatest trading partner. Locally, South Australia is working to contain a virus cluster that is linked to a hotel quarantine worker, yet another headline for the hotel quarantines. The state recorded 13 new cases overnight to bring the 48-hour total to 17, and the outbreak has seen the Northern Territory close its border with South Australia effective immediately, and repatriation flights headed to Adelaide suspended for the time being. Victoria is now up to 17 straight days of zero cases, with a 14-day rolling average of zero and just three active cases in the community. And Dustin Johnson won the US Masters at Augusta with a record 20 under par. He walks away with 2.07 million US in prize money, while Aussie Cameron Smith collects a very handy 1.24 million for his equal second placing. Now, looking to the week ahead, an AGM season rolls on with Afterpay, Real Estate Group, Goodman Group, Seek, Mineral Resources, Altium, Growthpoint, REIT, ResMed, and Lendlease among 22 companies making virtual presentations this week. Elders had results this morning and announced an 80% jump in statutory profit and a $0.13 fully frank dividend, which is up from $0.09 last year. And later this week, we will also have results from Aristocrat Leisure and Orica, as well as some traffic numbers from Sydney Airport. Elsewhere, RBA Governor Philip Lowe has a busy week addressing the annual CEDA dinner tonight with a speech titled COVID, Our Changing Economy and Monetary Policy, and backing it up Wednesday with a speech at the Australian Securitisation Forum, while his offsider Chris Kent will also be speaking at that same forum on tuesday on the ex-dividend calendar this week macquarie is the standout and they go x today while Oznet, wham capital and washington soul pats are the other notable companies that go x this week On the economic front, we've got a quiet start to the week locally with just the RBA meeting minutes out tomorrow. Before we get new home sales, Westpac's leading index and wage price index on Wednesday, unemployment numbers on Thursday and retail sales rounding out the week on Friday. The US has a host of their regular releases through the week, which you can find on the website, but there is nothing out of the ordinary there as their attention stays on the election wash up and the virus spread. China has a busy day today with house prices, retail sales, industrial production and unemployment numbers but a pretty quiet week after that. While Japan has GDP growth rate and industrial production numbers out today and then takes a breather until balance of trade Wednesday and then inflation numbers and flash manufacturing and services PMIs on Friday. Over in Europe we'll see construction output tomorrow night, inflation numbers on Wednesday, current account on Thursday and flash consumer confidence on Friday, while the UK has inflation and PPI on Wednesday, industrial trend orders on Thursday, consumer confidence, retail sales, and public sector net borrowing on Friday. We have our usual technical observations up on the strategy piece today. Just the three RSI buy signals this morning, accompanied by nine RSI sell signals. And of course, on the Marcus Today media rounds this week, we'll have Marcus and Henry sharing the duties on ABC Radio 774 at 10.25am each morning. Marcus with his usual strategy piece and accompanying podcast in the newsletter out around midday each day. And there will be no Ask Analyst this week, as Henry takes a well-deserved break and gives his brain a little rest rest he will be back the week after next for what i'm sure will be a bumper ask an analyst session with a couple weeks of stored questions and that's about it from me hope you have a great week and i'll see you next monday